Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Audacity just asked me if it could access my microphone. What the fuck has it been doing for two years? <laughs> like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Why, after two years, did it just start asking me for consent? Is it Christian Grey? <laughs> what the actual fuck just happened? After two years of an abusive relationship, they're like, oh, is this something you want to do? If I'm being honest, though, my relationship with Audacity is an abusive one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, true. Like, it is not healthy by any sense of the word. No. No, 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 no. Can you do that tongue pop for me again? <laughs> just I one just, more time for the audio. Just, it was just I don't powerful. know if I can channel all that raw energy again. <laughs> Legit, like, I, it gave me a little bit of a shiver, though. <laughs> like, it was pretty powerful. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That would have had girth to it. It did. It was <laughs> thick. Like it... <laughs> I felt like I could, like, swallow that one. <laughs> Ew, don't, though. <laughs> I won't, no. My throat couldn't handle it. Uh, that um, was anyway. <laughs> it's a poltergeist in my fucking throat. Honestly, hi, welcome to Scorpio season. <laughs> okay, for real, though. I've never felt stronger. <laughs> yeah. I've also never yeah. felt more emotional. I'm absolutely. I'm feeling very raw right now. If I'm being honest, I also personally um, inhabit that meme of Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson, R.I.P. of True. of <laughs> the cancer falling in love with a Scorpio every single time. Like God. that is my th- that's me. I'm sorry. I don't like it, but here I am. <laughs> that's so real. They're- and it's such a raw time for me personally. I listen. I'm saying this. As someone with a Scorpio moon and a Scorpio sure. rising, fuck Scorpios. Like, yeah, fuck sure. them. Right. They're the worst. And, but goddamn, I love them so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But also, I got, them. like, a lot of Scorpios in my family, so, you know. I mean, they're My dangerous. mom and brother have the same birthday, so they're, like, raw Scorpio. Like, <laughs> Are your mom and brother Justin and Travis? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I am on McElroy. <laughs> Who the fuck? I didn't think that that was like a real thing that could happen. No, yeah. Could you fucking imagine? I think about that all the time and it still like blows my mind. Like the fact that my mom like gave birth to her first son on her birthday. What the fuck? Who does that? I Crazy, crazy people. I mean, I know that like most moms are like hey every kid of mine their birthday is my birthday but like that took it to a whole nother level right wow 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 anyway shout out to my mom and only my mom for real though thanks (laughs) that's great good job you know two snaps so (laughs) i tried to introduce that to my middle schoolers like two snaps and they don't get it and it's very funny to me (laughs) they're just like i don't understand (laughs) I can't wait for you to just keep that bit going and be like, all right, everyone, two snaps. And they're like, what What the fuck is this? <laughs> I started this thing. 
I didn't realize it though until today it dawned on me that my kids think I hate Justin Bieber. <laughs> um, <laughs> they think I, I hate him with like a fiery passion because I do this thing with my kids where I play a song every day when they walk in and they have to like guess the song. Yeah. And usually it like ties into the, the thing that we're doing in class. Sorry. Um, and so usually they've gotten to the point now where the music comes on and they're like, um, it's like that redhead on the bus vine where he's like, excuse my language, shut the fuck up. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. they like, they like immediately quiet down cause they want to hear the song. And every day this one fucking kid is like, is it Justin Bieber? Is it Baby by Justin Bieber? And apparently, I started off very early in the year, and I didn't realize it, where I was like, no, I would never play Justin Bieber in this class. And now, No, Jeremy. You fucking idiot. No, Derek, it's never going to be Justin Bieber. Don't and, even think about it, all right? It's and never so going to happen. Every day, he's like, is it Baby by Justin Bieber? And I'm like, no. And every day his second option is option. Who am I? Every day his second option is. Yeah. Are you from the Midwest? Well, apparently, he's like, okay, if it isn't baby, is it Despacito? And I'm like, no, Derek, it's not Despacito. I've never played Despacito in here. But anyways, apparently he thinks that I have this like vendetta against Justin Bieber, and I don't. But I have to apparently keep it up for my whole life now, just for the bit. Also, like, if he loves Justin Bieber so much, can he name another song? <laughs> yeah, name three of his albums, Derek. Yeah, Derek. <laughs> Stand we, up we here know what right baby now. sounds like Derek. If we played it for a second, everyone in this room would be like, that's Baby by Justin Bieber. Come in here with his 2006 bangs, Derek. Yeah. Were you even alive when that song came out, Derek? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> Listen, every day I feel like the Crypt Keeper, all right? Yeah, I get me. it. I get it. Speaking of, let's talk about Jamie Lee Curtis and Halloween because, damn. Let's do it. I haven't seen it yet, but. Her PTSD in it was a mood and a half. Hi, welcome to Into the Twilight, where we talk about spooks and cryptids and weird sex and also PTSD. And we're hot off the therapy session, so you know it's just going to get raw and vulnerable over here. Listen, hey, welcome to Scorpio (laughs) season, where. Sometimes you have therapy right before you record your <laughs> sex podcast. You know what I mean? It'd be so. like that sometimes, you know? Adult life be like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know sometimes, what? You're really making that life work balance work. You know what I mean? Sometimes you pay $15 for an Uber for a man to be screaming into his phone on speaker um, and to be sipping so loudly out of a McDonald's cup that just had ice in it and there was no liquid in it. <laughs> Sir! <laughs> Sir, please. <laughs> Put the cup down. But it's fine. <laughs> I am stable and I will still tip and I will still give five stars, but Jesus Christ. He just put in the notes and like, Sir, <laughs> please. Just a tip. Stop. <laughs> Get a water bottle. <laughs> Jesus. Cody, how the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I, I think I'm in, I wouldn't say a better place. I'd say I'm in a different place than you are currently right now. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, 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 um, sure. But I did just come from seeing. Yes. Bad Times of the Royale. <gasps> I was building up suspense, sorry. <laughs> it, 
There was so much tension. Tell me everything, please, and thank you. Let me tell you everything. This movie is like seven and a half hours long, but it's Jesus. worth it. It's fine. It's not. It's like two and a half hours. It's a very is it long. Lord movie. of the Rings. It's basically Lord of the Rings, but at the Christie, basically, <laughs> and also every celebrity that's ever existed and you've ever loved. Nick Offerman's in that movie, which I did not know until watching that film. He's in Holy that shit. film. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to bring it up because a Dakota Johnson's in it. Yes. And she's the best. And also relevant to this podcast. Yes. But I thought it was interesting. A, because I really fucking liked her in this movie. And I really like her as an actress. And I think she's, like, great. And when I finally see Suspiria, I'm going to probably fully stand. Get ready, everyone. Because I feel feel like I'm I'm about to stand. Hell yeah. I'm so excited. I'm close to stand. (laughs) I really want to go see this movie. And I also want to see Suspiria. So It's really good. I said before that I watched the trailer and I had no idea what the movie was about still. After so many times of watching it. Which is, I still feel like kind of holds true. But like, it was a good time. And it made sense. And I liked it. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And everyone in the film is beautiful. So like, it's fine. I'm very excited. This sounds amazing. And I thought it was interesting because it made me think that the sort of timeline that Dakota Johnson is working on right now kind of is paralleling, like, the Case 2 situation, where, like, Case 2 was, like, in these big Twilight movies and they made a lot of money or whatever, but, like, everyone thought she was a horrible actress because the character was poorly written. Right. When later we found out that she's actually a very good actress, she was just playing a very poorly written character. Right. And then got all these big opportunities. Now she's more doing, like, director, producer kind of stuff, but she did do, like, some acting things. Whereas Dakota Johnson was in these big fucking Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Everyone thought she was a terrible actress because she was playing a very poorly written part. Turns out she's a very good actress and she's getting all these roles and she's killing it. And I stand. And the whole world's gonna turn and it's gonna be great and I'm very excited. I mean, you're on the cusp of it, so you'll have to keep us on the move and tell us what's going on. Yeah, I'll um, tell you how Sue sees it, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, don't get people excited, though. People want us to have a glee corner so fucking bad. I just want to tease it. I just want to be a tease, you know? <laughs> I just want to oh, tease it. I want a Sue sees it corner so fucking bad, no. Cody. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that's... I think our version of a Sue Sees It Corner is, like, when we move on from Fifty Shades and we still have Fifty Shades news. Like, right. that is that is That's, our yeah. version <laughs> of it. a Sue Sees It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, that's fantastic. I can't wait to see this movie. It sounds fantastic. So. Also, Crimson Hensworth is shirtless, like, the whole time. As he should be. And there's one point where he's just dancing with a piece of pie, and it's the biggest mood of my entire life. <laughs> Are you caught up on The Good Place? Yes. Can we talk about no. it? Ah, can we talk about cheating? <laughs> yes. <laughs> can we talk I, about the theory that Chidi is too swole for like two seconds? I cannot believe. I'm blessed that we're in this timeline right now. It's the only good thing that, that is happening in our world right now. Um. So Chidi is thick. <laughs> Can we have a special Patreon episode solely dedicated about The Good Place? Yes. Okay. Great. Cool. Got it. Because um, I feel like we have too many thoughts, and yeah. that would be a fantastic thing to do. Yes. Um, in okay. short, great. Very good. In, in short, it is <laughs> My the jaw only... was on the floor. <laughs> in short, The Good Place is the only thing that is good about this world right now. Yes. 
Okay, we have a couple of current events right now. Pew, pew, pew. Um, the first thing of note is this Celebrity Insider article, <laughs> which the title alone says so much, <laughs> which is Fifty Shades star Dakota Johnson claims filming sex scenes with Jamie Dornan was tedious. <laughs> which... Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And that just seems like, damn. Fuck Jamie Dornan. But then yeah. you look like, at it. like, fuck Jamie Dornan, am I right? Am I mean, right? nice. 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 <laughs> I mean, the the Jamie Dornan that isn't the twink in the movie, though. Yeah, like, every other version of Jamie Dornan except for Fifty Shades Dornan. Yes. Um, but then you look at the actual quote in it, and Dakota Johnson is actually saying, shooting two films back-to-back, where the majority is the same over and over, did get a little tedious. It became, quote, how are we going to make this goddamn sex scene better than the other ones? There's only so much you can do when the film is rated R. It was tricky. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's fair. sure. Because you have to imagine that, just like you said, right, she's a good actress and she wants to show off her chops, and yet you're putting her in these, like, weird positions, literally, um, Uh where they aren't really showing off what she can do, but just, like, what her face can do do i guess and so yeah i can see how that would become tedious it's not being around jamie necessarily sure um do you want to talk about this next one this varsity article with me let's do it oh great okay so Uh, this piece is about fashion in the Twilight universe oh god oh my god Hello. I'm sorry. My inner goddess was just like dragging me to hell for a moment. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> it's about fashion in the Twilight universe. Yes. And I'm into it. Yes. Huge fan. They start with that look, that iconic look of Alice it's, it's in so Rome good. or whatever. And she just looks like she couldn't give two fucks. It's the biggest mood. Yeah. For an article that's supposed to be about fashion, you know what it doesn't have a lot of? <laughs> doesn't have a lot of photos. That's true. That's true. It's just a lot of blocky text. Yeah, just a lot of blocky text. And there's also just a photo of Bella holding her cactus, like, fashion. <laughs> a moment. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> Vogue is on the phone. They're just banging down her door. Yeah. One of the things I love about this still that I always forget until I look at it is just on the bed is just that little stuffed dog. Um, <laughs> just, just like, like head who, first. Into the who is she? <laughs> um, yeah, it's very good. I, I wish that they would have chosen the photo of her from Twilight where she's wearing the fucking bowling jersey. <sighs> and it's like, that's yes. fashion. That's, all, that's, that's trendy now, all right? Or the... Um, the gown at the end of the scene with the one Converse shoe, like, that's fashion. <laughs> yeah, we did it. They're basically just talking about the color palette in each of the films, which is interesting. Yeah. They use some very interesting words, like contradistinction, which, all right, fuck Ooh. off, first of all. Um, it's just a Twilight movie, so. Now, can we move on to this BuzzFeed news piece, please? Yes. I got this in... My inbox, because I'm subscribed to their newsletter, and the oh. whole thing was just, like, the 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 subject of the email was just, so I guess Twilight is vintage cinema now, huh? 
And I was like, yep, this is an email for me. For real. It's so good. I Here's what I ask of our listenership. This week, if by the time that you hear this episode, our Tumblr is not back up and running, I want you to harass our Twitter. <laughs> um, because our I have been teaching my sure. students, and yeah. I have been neglecting our queue. And so here is my promise to you, our little Halloween treat. <laughs> is that our our Tumblr will be back up and running. Um, and because some of these fucking Tumblr posts on here are f- too good to not have, honestly. Um, and I know that this is an audio podcast, but sweet Jesus. This one about what we see and what Stop. Catherine Hardwick sees. <laughs> it's, it's, so just a, it's just a range of blue tones. <clears throat> and it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just so good. Um... Yeah, there's basically all of these memes are just so good. And a lot of people, I know we were asked about this recently about like the Twilight Renaissance. And all I have to say is like, you're welcome. We we did it. We are personally responsible for this. (laughs) Hey, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Um, on on your sidebar, what's trending on BuzzFeed right now? Oh boy, um, I got Burger King's new black slushie. It's turning people's poop funny colors. So welcome to Munch Squad, I guess. Great. Um, I have pick some penis-shaped foods and we'll <laughs> reveal your sexy secret talent. <laughs> so that's just a little, just a little, just a little. I also have 22 things you should never do at Subway because great. Um, Be there. Yeah. <laughs> Do anything. Be near one in general. Uh, I uh, Listen, I listen. I rag on Subway a lot. I do also go there when I'm desperate because, hey, it happens to the best of us. Um, and I was there one time and after I, like, got my sandwich, the person checking me out was like, all right, see you tomorrow. And I'm like, that's a bit of whoa. an assumption that you're making here, ma'am. <laughs> listen... I'll rag on Subway as much as I please. Sure. Um, but you know what Subway has that a lot of other sub shops doesn't? Gluten-free bread. So. Oh, shit. That's true. All right. I mean. Shout out, Subway. Subway, you're trash. Um, yeah. And your regular bread is made out of yoga mats. But <laughs> I know your gluten-free bread isn't. So. So, hey. Because you don't make that shit. You buy it. Um, so that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, our last piece from the Mary Sue says, let's look at Twilight's impact on fandom 10 years later. Yeah, let's, I guess. Sure, Um, why not? That's basically what this whole fucking podcast is about. (laughs) Um, there isn't a lot that this article by Kate Gardner says that we haven't, but I think that it's worth shouting out regardless, if only just because of the fact that people are talking about it, because, you know we're here and it's a thing that exists and people finally use screen grabs from movies that aren't twilight but do the last movie instead which is nice yeah yeah we have a question would you like to ask it yes i would thank you hopes for the main characters in the next book question mark p.s what are your plans for halloween great 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 First of um, all, y'all have not been listening to the past 17 episodes in which we've exclusively talked about Halloween. Yes. 
our plans for Halloween. Well, we have a dress-up day at school. So Cute. My my school rules are that kids are not allowed to wear masks. Thank God, um, because <laughs> I cannot be held responsible for what I would do if my kids came in with masks on. Sure, um, sure. Because I'm terrified of masks. Yep. yep. And hopes for the main characters in the next book, I think, would be valuable to talk about at the end of this episode. Today. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's um, the end of the book, y'all. Hell, yes. End of book two. We have a spoopy Halloween quiz to do. Spoop. Um, this is surprisingly oh, God. a... This <laughs> whole website, I feel like I'm going to get hacked from the website. Well, you, that's a little treat for you. So, folks, we have a Twilight Halloween quiz to do today. Um, it's titled, Which Twilight Character Should You Be for Halloween? And it's it's very gross, um, but it's also very good. So... Here's what it says. Are you a huge Twilight fan? If so, you're probably thinking about Twilight costumes for Halloween. Which Twilight character should you be for Halloween? Great. And here is question number one. Which Twilight book is your favorite? Twilight, <sighs> New Moon, Eclipse, or Breaking Dawn? <sighs> what you gonna say, Cody? <sighs> I feel like Twilight, I had the, the least amount of hating <laughs> going on. Fair. Because from there, it just got worse. Yeah, I'm choosing Twilight. Yeah. If only because I know Midnight Sun is counted in that, so... Oh my god. <laughs> I just... Leave me alone. It's not... Okay? <laughs> Alright. Would you describe yourself as a Twilight fan? Um, okay. <laughs> Can you read the options, please, and things? Yes, I've read all the books and can't wait for the movies. Kinda. I'm familiar with it, but I'm not a rapid fan. No, not at all. It's funny to me. Happy? Um, yes, because I also can't wait for the movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, give Listen. me the reboots. <laughs> uh, please. What did you choose? What do you think I chose? <laughs> I just... I know. <laughs> Um, which of these Halloween parties would you most want to attend? A couple's party with a few close friends, a big Halloween party with lots of people, a Twilight-themed <laughs> Halloween party. Hi, are you kidding? That's... All right. I gotta go. This Halloween, you'd want to carve your jack-o'-lantern like which of these? Your typical classic jack-o'-lantern face. A pretty, free-form design. Ooh, abstract. <laughs> I don't carve a pumpkin. A vampire, of course. A howling wolf. Or something horrifying and scary. Did you carve a pumpkin this year, Cody? No. Oh. Sorry. I don't think I've carved a pumpkin in many years. Oh. Many, many Can years. Can you add a sad music track while you're talking right now? No. <laughs> don't pity me. I'm <laughs> um, I, so no joke, when I was carving pumpkins this year, I looked up twilight um carving things because i wanted to do it for the bit um but they looked so difficult and i don't have you don't want to put me next to a knife for that long um that's just they they always seem very like involved agreed so i just went for i just went for two eyes and then like the smallest little smile (laughs) just Um, just so small it's so small it looks very cute um okay um, once you know your Twilight character, 
Once you know which Twilight character you'll be for Halloween, you'll have to make your costume. How comfortable are you with wearing a dress? Oh, God, gender. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the worst. Oh, no. Um, well, this is the worst. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> these are the four genders that I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are... According to Quiz Rocket, these are the four genders. Well, I'm a girl, so I'd be fine with it. I'm a girl, but I don't like dresses. I'm a guy, no dresses, please. I'm a guy, but it's Halloween. I'll wear a dress. <laughs> I'm um, having a crisis. <laughs> yeah, what I is this? Tear my skin off. <laughs> what does this even mean? Quiz Rocket. Uh, Quiz Rocket, you put this on number five, but you don't give five options. Why? Uh, next. <laughs> oh, what? Hold on. It just... I hit continue and it brought me to the first page again. Oh, shit. Me too. Is this fucking busted? <laughs> it is. Um, I think we... <laughs> I think the gender is broken and the quiz is broken. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, that's a fun little fact. The quiz is broken. Cool. So, to I be I mean, continued. yeah, this is a 7,000-year-old website, so, like, I get it. Yeah. So All that's right. fun. Well, that was a fun waste of our time. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was a great little interlude to things. Yeah. Um, well, should we get to the actual content today and talk about Chapter 21? Yeah, it's finally over, I guess. <sighs> yes. Um, great. So, where we left off yesterday... Nope. Last week, <laughs> where am I? Time is um, real. Time is fake. Um, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had an existential crisis on here. It was about to happen. Yeah. Um, so, where we left off last week, Christian had opened up his present to go into the playroom. And Anna was like, ooh, the sex. That's where we left off. Yeah. So... They get into the playroom, and Christian double-checks her boundaries and is like, hey, so things that are off-limits? And Anna's like, don't take pictures of me like your exes, question mark? Mm-hmm. Um, Although she like, doesn't, like, reveal it that way. She's like, just don't take no. pictures of me. I won't explain why, but just whatever. That'll come later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, don't take pictures of me, wink, wink. And he's like, I don't... <laughs> what? Why are you what? wink? <laughs> I don't understand. Anyways, he puts on what's supposed to be romantic music, but is apparently just, like, subway sounds. <laughs> is it the sound of <laughs> the, like, the Met? Like, is it the sound of the actual subway restaurant? Like, who's to say, you know? And she is so horny by this. <laughs> She's like, and, oh, this is the kind of music you make love to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which makes me more curious. Is it the train or is it the sub shop? Like, I can't tell. It would be really funny if it was just, like, police scanners. <laughs> it was just, like... Me. Like, radios. It's like, oh, you know what I'm really horny for? Just, like, fucking radios. <laughs> in the city. Me as hell. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. That would be someone who grew up in the city if it was, like, you know what turns me on is police sirens. <laughs> just, like, just like a slightly quiet police sirens. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Okay. Anyways, they start to... Do the foreplay thing. Sure. Um, And Christian's like, hey, so everything that you brought into the playroom was cute, but isn't good for you. You're not ready. Um, You want this whole butt plug, but (laughs) you're not ready for that. And she's like, okay, 
<laughs> and she was like all ready to put this thing up in her ass. And then when he's like, actually, we should start smaller. Let's do my finger. And she's like, what? It's unreal. She's like, sorry. In my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where did you think this was going? I don't understand. <laughs> She's so appalled. It's like, whoa. All right, fucking pervert. <laughs> God, it's like what I can only imagine is like when um, fucking cis dudes, you know, like in when they go in like fourth grade yeah. and they separate and learn about health and they find out like genitalia and that like the urethra and the vagina are two different holes and they're like what the fuck sorry (laughs) totally shook um anyways so he's like talking about his dominant side being like his alter ego and stuff and interesting things like all right christian like you okay also way to add in this caveat like at the end of the second book, where it's like, see, I don't even need it all the time. It's not like a, f- a core function of my personality. It's just something I can switch on and off, which was not true nope. for th- the entirety of his life. Like, what? Nope. Yeah, that wasn't a thing um, two weeks ago. Right. Um, which we find out um, in, like, a couple of pages is that it's been two weeks, which this time keeps shifting. I it's been, <laughs> I'm it's so been a tired. Month. It's been a month, it's been five days, it's been two weeks, we didn't know. Like, it's, none of it has been clear. No. They have sex, I don't know. Like, it's, it's this long, drawn-out thing where Anna has fun, he has fun, but it's, it's like this whole chapter, basically. Yeah. Um, but they have the sex. Like, it's whatever. They hang out in the red room for a while, just like, I don't fucking making fun of Kate, I guess, which is like wild um because he he's all like i can't believe that she could have walked in instead of you it's like that's what you think a diss is okay (laughs) god imagine we could have been in love (laughs) yeah anyways she goes down after they shower to go make food yeah and christian is like back to business during this time so she, like, instead of texting him, just emails him and is like, hey, lunch is ready. And they go on these, like, long emails. Instead of him just emailing back, like, cool. He goes on this, like, long, drawn-out email and is like, our sex was so beautiful and you're, like, and all this, like, bullshit because sure. they're the worst and yeah. gross. Oh, he asks Ray if he can marry Anna because <sighs> it's the worst. Yep. And Ray's like, hey, so it's been two weeks. You want to marry rich man, boy? <laughs> and she's like, he's my happy ending. <clears throat> and he's all perfect. And Ray's like, I don't even remember meeting this dude. <laughs> like, who but is this he's also, like, immediately pivots. He's like, oh, well, when you put it that way, it seems like it's pretty serious, huh? <laughs> it's like, oh what? <laughs> Does everyone in this fucking universe have, like... The, mo- the emotional developmental abilities of a child? What is happening? What? For real. Yeah, they make no sense. I no. don't get it. No. Yeah, because then she asked him, like, Dad, will you give me away at the wedding like I'm property? And he's like, oh, I thought you would never ask. Um, I, all I wanted was Christian to trade you away for a cow. Um, <laughs> And literally sell you. For real. On a stage. 
with other um, women. <laughs> so fucking gross. Anna leaves because she's like, I want to bake you a cake. Um, and Christian, like, freaks out. Anyways, she calls her mom and does the same conversation. It's gross and weird. I don't know what else there is about that. Oh, they have this weird little tiff because Anna's wearing this, like, sundress that Christian thinks is too short. It's... Uh, Gross. It's gross. What? And then she, like, plays it off. She's like, I'm gonna go out anyway because whatever. It's like, guys, please... (laughs) Yeah, she does the whole thing, too. She's like, well, what if we were at the beach? And he's like, we're not at the beach. Yeah, he's like, first um, of all. First of all, Anna, look okay, around. like, real talk. If you have a partner and they're, like, judging you on your outfit choices or, like, shaming you for what you're wearing, it's probably not a good place to be, my dudes. All right? Mm-hmm. For real. Especially because later on he's like, actually, this outfit has benefits. <laughs> ha ha ha. Let me just pull up this skirt. <sighs> yeah, he's gross. This chapter continues where he's like working and Anna comes and they're like, hey, here's this cake. It's all great and everything. <sighs> I'm yawning because this chapter is so boring. <laughs> um, and... Oh, yeah, so they get ready to go to his family's house for his birthday party. That's right. They, it's supposed to be this, like, chill family gathering for his birthday, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, but then they get into his parents' house, and the first thing they see after saying hi to his dad is fucking Kate barrels through the door and barrels towards them and Mm -hmm. is like, you two, talk (laughs) now. And is pissed, yeah. which is a mood. And Anna looks at Christian and is like, mmm. And Kate, like, throws this email, like, this printed off email at the two of them and is like, sorry, what the fuck is this? And it's supposed to be this, like, printed off email that Anna had sent to Christian about the contract. Mm. And that's where chapter 21 ends. Do, 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 do. Our little investigative journalist, Kate, has found it all out. Yep. She sleuthed ya. <laughs> yeah, finally. She just needed to come back After from being whisked away at sea <laughs> for, for years. Real. For calendar years. But yes, yeah, so chapter two starts. And Anna's freaking out. Christian is confused. Kate is pissed. Emotions. Yep. They're everywhere. And Anna's like, well, Kate, first of all, this has nothing to do with you. So stop. Yep. Where did you find this? And Kate's like, well, I only found it by digging through Christian's clothes in your room. And Christian's like, whoa, wait a second. Hold on. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. hey. <laughs> only I can disrespect boundaries here. <laughs> but it takes a couple of pages of convincing. Finally, Kate's like, all right, well, as long as you say that if you've been left alone for 16 days and suddenly you're engaged and you're fine, then all right. Then I sure. guess I can believe you. All right. Um, and she's like, but I don't understand. Where does the email fit into all of this? Um, and finally, Anna has to convince her that she'll explain it later, but not today. It's fine, Kate. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yes. I also um, love that Kate found this fucking email because it was just, like, tucked away in one of 
uh, Christian's coats. Which, this is what fucking happens when you keep printing out all these goddamn contracts. And then For just real. leaving them in your possessions. We knew something bad was going to happen to that. Yeah. The emails are there for a reason. Don't print them out. (laughs) Yep. One of the things that's really weird about this conversation, too, is Christian says to Kate that he is, quote, Anna has consented to be my wife. What? That is not how you should be describing any of this. Why are you an actual robot, Christian, is my question. Do you Um, know how to feel? (laughs) What I think you mean to say, if you were an, a human Christian, is that you're engaged. Yes. <laughs> yes. But instead... That would be correct. <laughs> instead, you're saying it in the creepiest and most sterile way possible, as if this is still, like, just an engagement of behaviors between the two of you and not something that you have both decided on together. Sure. But whatever. It's fine. They... Go into the party. Christian waits for a lull. And we find out while he's waiting for a lull that, like, we see all the people are, that are there. And, like, his partner that was on the helicopter is there. I couldn't tell. I think his partner's name was Roz. Something like that, um, yeah. And did Roz have a wife? I think that's what I got from that. Was that what E.L. James was trying to say? It was, like, Roz and Gwen. Is that... Yeah, I think what she was trying to say was that that Gwen and Roz were gay, and they were like, oh, no wonder they're not immune to, to like, that they're immune to Christian's, like, powers or whatever. That's that's what I got yeah. out of that, too. Right. Okay. Which is um, gross. <laughs> for real. Because clearly, um, if you're attracted to men, you would just be at the feet of Christian Grey. So gross. So they are there. Dr. Flynn and his wife is there. Um, and then Elena Robinson are there, too. So, major characters at play. Yeah. And then, I forgot about this person, but Gretchen, one of the, like, staff at the house is there. And I forgot that Gretchen wants Christian's sex robot dick, too. So, Christian finally says that to everybody, he, like, announces, like, hey, we're gonna do the wedding thing. Everybody freaks out. They're like, yay! But then secretly, Elena freaks out, like, in a bad way, and Gresham freaks out in a bad way, too. Nobody's handling this well. (laughs) Nobody is handling this great, except for Mia. Mia freaks out and, like, totally picks on Christian, which is very good, and is all like, well, where's the ring? And Christian's like, oh, shit. (laughs) I should have probably done this like that. Um, Whoopsie. Whoopsie daisy. But yeah, so they're all, like, talking and doing the congratulatory thing and whatever. And John and Christian are having a conversation about Layla, which Anna isn't able to hear. Um, And so she's very curious about it. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, somehow Christian and Anna get separated. And Elena starts talking (sighs) to Anna. Why are we still invested in this plot line? I'm It's the worst. We've gained nothing from this. Why it's are the we worst pollen. I hate it. It's not interesting. Nobody enjoys it. It's gross. But yes, so Elena meets Anna in what I guess is like the corner of this huge house, whatever. Elena's doing the whole like, I would offer you my congratulations, but it's gross. Mer, 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 mer. 
they start getting into this like major tiff. Usually their tiffs are like super passive, but this one is like legitimately aggressive between the two of them. Yeah. Where Anna's like two drinks in and like doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> and Elena's like all up in her feelings to the point where Anna just like throws her cocktail on Elena and is yeah. like, hey, fuck you. It's big dick energy for sure. For real. It's very choice. To the point where, so yeah, she throws her drink, and then all of a sudden Christian's like, um, sorry, what is going on? <laughs> what happened? And then, and then what I imagine to be one of the most awkward conversations happens in this book. Yep. Where in front of everybody, um, Christian and Elena have this confrontation where Christian has to be like, hey, so, uh, stop doing everything that you're doing. Quit it. And also, now you get to act like a fool in front of my family and confront the fact that, like, you were, like, abusing me. Throughout my whole life. Cool. Um, and so, obviously, Grace, his mom, sees that and it gets rightfully pissed yep and so elena has to leave yep again totally unnecessary plot point this why did was nothing. she invited and yep. why did any of this happen maybe if christian yep. had more than like 12 people in his life this party wouldn't have to have such awkward fucking confrontations for real especially since we know that he has like a good friendship with Roz, who like isn't his psychiatrist right and yeah, someone isn't... who doesn't have to like forego any, like, social boundaries and, like, ethical boundaries to be friends with him. Exactly. And the thing that annoys me the most about this Elena thing is it didn't really make Anna contemplate anything. Like, it didn't It didn't do anything. Yeah. So, Grace and Christian leave to talk. Anna goes upstairs to think. Um, <laughs> to brood. <laughs> yes, to brood. Um, and she sees one of the photos of Christian's mom and it's like, oh, that's good. I don't look like Christian's mom really at all. Oh, that's weird. It's still weird that I guess he still found women that looked somewhat like us to keep hurting. Hmm. I guess it's weird that I'm going to be marrying this guy, huh? Hmm. And then just like, doesn't do anything right. about it. I guess there. I'll just live with that forever then. <laughs> I guess yep. I'll just sit on that thought for the rest of my life. Eventually, Christian comes upstairs, Anna goes downstairs, they meet up with each other and communicate about how they're feeling, which is a good step. Um, Go team. Yeah. Hey, that's like a normal thing that we probably shouldn't be excited about, but here we are. We've done one thing possibly good for this relationship. Um, They decide that if they're going to go back and join the party, they need to eat. Yep. It kind of skips forward a little bit to the end of the party where we find out that everybody has left and it's just the family now. Um, and so Grace, three people have left. <laughs> yep, three people have left. Um, one had been kicked out and the other two left. Um, <laughs> and Grace is V-tipsy and yep. is now singing karaoke, um, which I love. It's yep. very good. Christian and Anna decide to take a walk around the property 
where they... Anna decides all of a sudden to confess that she wants to go to church. Yes! Where's any of this coming from? (laughs) We obviously, you know, and we've mentioned this before, we know nothing about Anna. No. What she likes or anything. (laughs) What her past was like, what her childhood was like, nothing. I wouldn't have bet money that she was a religious person. Yeah. I agree. Um, so weird. And then as they're walking around, they're like, hey, let's get that house. And Christian's like, oh, lol, I already bought it. <laughs> um, Psych. And Anna's like, well, I don't want you to tear it down. And Christian's like, well, how about I tear it down a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I just want those sweet solar panels, baby, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they compromise to tear it down a lot a bit. <laughs> And just make renovations. <laughs> just a lot. <laughs> their their version of, of uh, compromise sure is funny, huh? <laughs> their version of compromise is the most embarrassing and annoying thing in existence. <laughs> yeah. They decide to leave and go fuck in the boathouse again because they're the worst. But this time it's not literal punishment sex, so maybe it was better? <laughs> Yeah, this time it's supposed to be the uh, horny teenager sex. Uh, yeah. Um, and not Anna's gonna walk out because this is not okay with her sex. Yeah. Um, and then it shifts perspective? <laughs> Question? <laughs> it takes a fucking Shyamalan twist, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it like zooms out. <laughs> To God? He's like an omniscient narrator that's E.L. James. Yeah. <laughs> Just pulling e. L. the strings. Yeah. It, yeah, it zooms out to this person <laughs> blowing out on a cigarette <laughs> in a car. Outside of this house. Drinking some bourbon from a bottle in a bag <laughs> and from what we can tell about this person is that they're the one who tried to sabotage Charlie Tango. Yeah, baby. And that they don't just like books. Hmm. Oh, yeah, what is it? A man with a photographic memory who reads books. Yeah. Um, I'm not like other book readers. <laughs> yeah. I know how to I can also... <laughs> I can also <laughs> I can also shut down a helicopter. <laughs> Thank um, you very much. So yeah, the book ends with it saying he'll stay, watch and wait. He takes another drag off his Marlboro Red. His chance will come. His chance will come soon. <sighs> Great. I'm so so I guess this is where like the actual espionage which I'm assuming happens in fucking book three if anything dear god happens um I just don't get the motive here like I get that he's pissed that like he got him fired and he's like whatever you know right he's really upset I get it but like enough and like wanted to fuck his girlfriend or whatever but like enough to like literally like kill this guy yeah I'm very confused because if this is supposed to be our, like, James character. Right. James was bored. <laughs> right. And he was immortal. <laughs> like, this fucker had, he was, like, doing a thing. He, like, had a job going. And 
if he, I'm assuming, right, that this was the stress that, like, set him off. But did he have enough planning ahead of him to, I mean, I know it says that he, like, went to Princeton, but, like. I'm smart. (laughs) I've read a book. I just, it doesn't seem plausible to me because we have been in Anna's head this whole time. Yeah. That this could work. Right. So, I don't know. It just, it's a weird shift, and I'm confused by it. So, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't care. I, also, that. So, that part. More than anything, I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, that part is also a major factor for this me. This is the most new thing that's happened in all of these books. I'm so bored. I'm so bored. Yes. Yeah, I should be like, ooh, espionage. Right, intrigue, oh, risk, murder, whatever, what could happen? Helicopters, who knows? I'm bored, bored. Yep, yeah, I have never been like, oh, great. (laughs) I mean, hopefully it'll be interesting, but I honestly have no idea. So, we'll see. Um, But yeah, so next week, we don't have a book to read. We will be reviewing the movie instead. Oh, boy. So, get ready for sailboats. Get ready. Get ready. This week, we have some fantastic patrons to review, and I think they should be some of those sidebar nations from the BuzzFeed News article. Okay. Do you know what we haven't done in a while that we should probably do next week is those reductress things. Uh, We should do that. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute, for sure. So, yes, I would like to thank the fantastic Shannon Clearwater, who this week is going to be uh, the trending BuzzFeed article, Order from a Kid's Menu, and we'll reveal which 2000s Disney Channel character is your soulmate. Amazing. Shout That's out pretty good. to Katie Weber. Who's going to be 17 animals who are so small you won't be able to think about anything else. Wow. Wow, there's some very small animals on this list. Oh, God. They got me. They got me. (laughs) 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 Oh, this snake is so small. I'm sorry. Okay, keep going. Okay. (laughs) Um, And shout out to Simon Steele, who is going to be, this restaurant has the wildest wing pricing structure, and people are doing math to try to figure it out. Ooh. I'm going to click through on this. Yeah, I'm click on that article. <laughs> Checkmate, um, BuzzFeed. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. So there's four wings for four fifty-five, five wings for five seventy, mm. six wings for six. Yeah, this is fucking bonkers. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> and it's all on like a two column, eight and a half by 11 sheet. I hate um, it. <laughs> and it just goes by that, like, four wings, five wings, six wings. Like, that's that's it. That's all that's on this sheet. Um, it's so wild. Okay. Um, I have a fan fiction for you today that I found in about two seconds. <laughs> it was hyperspeed. <laughs> it was. This one is titled... And I don't think I've done this one before. It was titled Sugar Daddy. Um, and it was written by... Lanny Love You. Uh-huh. And it was posted on January 25th of 2017. The summary goes a little something like this. Christian Grey was done with Anastasia Steele, so he thought the last thing he wanted was to see her again. 
The last words he wanted to hear were the ones coming out of her mouth. What did you say? I'm pregnant. And this is from chapter one, use it or lose it. Great. Great. I pass by the vending machines and can't help reminisce about the first time I saw her there. Stupid machine, she said in frustration, hitting one of the vending machines that were tucked away behind a corridor marked employees only. Still, the sound of her voice made me curious. I had heard it once before, so I followed it to where it led, rounding the corridor and venturing into the employee's domain. There she stood, just like I had pictured her in my mind, petite, long chestnut hair that was pulled back in a sleek knit braid and flawless pale skin. I only saw her profile as she worked the buttons on the machine, but I recognized her immediately. A week prior, I had agreed to be the speaker at this year's WSU graduation, and since I was there checking in on the farming program, the chancellor offered me a tour of the campus. We were heading toward the library I had helped to build when a wave of brown hair ran past us. Someone called her name, and she turned back, ending right, right smack into my chest. I'm so sorry. Gosh, I'm such a klutz, she said as I held onto her waist to keep her from falling back on her ass. It's my lot in life. Her eyes shined up at me in a brilliant shade of ocean blue. Do be careful, the Chancellor scolded her. Mr. Gray is an important guest here and no harm done, I interrupted him, not liking how harshly he was speaking to her on my behalf. It really wasn't necessary. Grabbing on to the sweet little thing was the highlight of an otherwise boring tour. End scene. (sighs) Do you ever just call someone a sweet little thing? No. (laughs) You ever just see someone fiddling with the vending machine and think, hey, I'm going to fuck that one some one day? <laughs> no. I hate oh. it. Yep. I mean, me too. It's pretty gross. I'm very ready to, to stop. Hey, did you put that snake in our <laughs> fucking document? It's so small. It is. It's a very small, it's a very small snake. It's a small snake in the world. Oh, God. Well, as we say in snaky Seattle... <laughs> Get bit by a snake. <laughs> Get whipped and don't buy a snake. <laughs> I didn't say buy a snake. I said get bit by a snake. Like in a fun, quirky... I mean, you can also buy a snake. Anyway, whatever. Get out of here. Bye. This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight as well as intothetwilight.show. You can send us an email at intothetwilightshow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at intothetwilight.bigcartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at yourghosttoast44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, you can find at Eli Sauerkraus and krausfilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on Twitter. You can find Allie on Twitter at intowildplaces, and you can find me at Dyke Discourse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.